Oh, we're there. Hey, there you are. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the Magical Stories of Healing and Spiritual Gifts podcast. I'm here with uh, my lovely wife, Megan. Hi, everyone. And we are so excited to bring you a very special guest today, a evidential medium and very powerful intuitive, Miss Tracy St. Croix. Thank you for making time for us, Tracy. Thank you for having me on, David and Megan. This is exciting. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes, girl. I am so excited about having you on here. Yeah, we uh, we know, uh, actually, it's she's been incredibly helpful for Megan and uh, her past and recent future, too, and, and recent, too. So we're excited to have you on and talk to you a little bit. Uh, thanks oh. for making some time for us. No worries. I'll always um, make time for you guys. You guys are total rock stars. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. As are you. Um, cool. So before we actually get going into all your awesome gifts and how they came along and what you're doing with them. You are, you've written your first book, which is so cool. Um, what, what, an, what an accomplishment. Um, what I'd love before we get into all the, uh, the gift stuff, what inspired you to write your first book, which is seven tips and tricks to enhance your intuition, which is, it's basically a practical guide to knowing, loving, and trusting your intuition. What inspired you to write it? Uh, you know, honestly, it started out just with a general, like, kind of like cheat sheet of seven tips and tricks that I was just distributing out to people. Um, okay. Because there were so many clients that were like, well, how do I do this? And how do I, you know, I study my gifts? So I thought, well, let me just give something out there to the public real quick. And I, I mean, I, I seriously wrote that in like, it seemed like 10 minutes. It came out of me so fast. And then it just started to kind of evolve naturally where it was like, you need to turn this into a, you know, into like a small ebook. And yeah. when I sat down, you know, I realized like all I really had to do was copy and paste because I had all of my information already for this book already. And so That's wow. It was just like, boom, 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 boom. And so we're really excited for the launch. Um, we are going to be doing that in early February. It's going to be an ebook. It comes with seven tips and tricks. It comes with complete with practical exercises for you to do on a daily basis. It has affirmations for you to follow. It has a practical way for you to connect with your logic and your intuition and to mold them together. You know, I'm buying that. Can't that wait. Awesome. Um, when we, when we publish, is there a way to pre-order it? Cause we can put that on the link yes. when we publish it too. Yes, I can. Uh, I can send you a link after this Perfect. show. And Perfect. And it'll actually be on a good link that you can use for the show. Cause it's my 360 site that catch all. So everybody will be able to connect with me, you know, five ways from China. So. That's awesome. That's perfect. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll publish uh, the link with your podcast here in a few weeks when we publish it. That's great. Awesome. Um, in regards to intuition, I mean, do you feel like there's a select few that have it or does everyone have intuition? How does that work? No, I, I am a full believer that we come into this incarnation with the gift of intuition. I really do believe that that is a gift for all of our souls to be able to utilize. I describe it as my, in my book, sometimes it's like um, a hidden app on your phone that Ooh. maybe you get glimpses of here and there and, and you kind of think it's there, but you don't really know how to open it up or work the settings or 
or like really functionally use it. Yeah, and, that's awesome. Yeah, and I really do go with the adage that, you know, God, universe, spirit, whatever, did not bring us here to this earth without any kind of connection tools, without any kind of, you know, guidance to get us around. And that's what I believe our, our intuition is. And I believe that no matter who you are, you do have intuition. You just might not be aware of how it's working with you. You might not be aware of your mechanics. Wow. And right. And like, there's like, we all have spiritual gifts, but you know, there's all this conditioning programming, you know, that, you mm -hmm. know, throughout life. And so, you know, I'm a big believer that, you know, it's just lies dormant in people until they're able to like tap into it and really awaken it. Do you agree? I fully agree. I fully agree with that statement. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot in this world that we come into and, you know, we come into, you know, with our guidance system, our inner app, and depending on the environment, our experiences, our psychology, all of that, it can kind of fuzzy the app, right? Yeah. You can kind of skew it. But yep, it's, absolutely. it's always there. And once we figure it out, we're like, oh, why did somebody? Why didn't somebody tell me this? You know. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Uh, I love that uh, metaphor. Uh, so we. <laughs> You know, there's one thing to have spiritual gifts to me, like in work and work in the spiritual realm. Whole nother thing to do it in business. Uh, from what we hear, you've been voluntold you needed to get in the spiritual realm of business. Tell us about how that happened. Yes, I, I do like to joke when people ask me, how did you get into this business? And I like to say, you know, spirit voluntold me. Yeah. And, uh, it wasn't really. Yeah, it. it you know, when my gifts came kind of springing out like like a hidden well, you know, I tried to negotiate with God. And if you've ever tried to negotiate God, good luck with that. Right. And I tried to, you know, say, okay, God, I know you want you 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 know you want me to use these gifts, but um, I need this first. I need this nine to five. And then I'll do it on weekends and nights or something like that. That was like, was like, no, I'm going to push you into it, whether you're comfortable or not. Yeah. And it was basically like, okay, I'll give you this job, but it's going to be really uncomfortable and you're not going to like it. <laughs> oh and my so God. after, yeah, like literally, <laughs> it was like horrible bosses, companies oh. would close. I mean, it was just like, all right. I remember sitting in one of my parking lots and I was like, fine, God, fine, fine. And I had a nice little fit, you know, a hissy fit in the yeah. car. Yeah. And I just said, fine, if I'm supposed to do this, you better support me and let's do this together. And so <laughs> after that point, I was, I, I just was like, forget it. That's you awesome. Know, live life like I'm going to die tomorrow. That's awesome. That is awesome. I love it. Yeah. Well, so, um, you know, there's different kinds. Of, you know, people get raised in different ways. And from what we've heard, you you were in a you were a child that had a law enforcement family, uh, which not all the time tends to be on the other side of the uh, spiritual realm. From mm -hmm. what was it like being a child in a law enforcement family with these gifts as you were growing up? I would describe it as very interesting okay. and it was good training ground. 
Okay. Um, I, uh, the first house that my parents brought me home to, I lived in until I was five. Uh, there were graveyards in the backyard. Literally, we would play hide and seek in them. There was a massive graveyard to the other side of our house. And then there was a funeral home at the corner. So it was, it was pretty easy for me to tap into things, especially the gifts that I came into. And me growing up in like a law enforcement family that they, I think that they were really boggled and perplexed. They didn't, they didn't know how to, um, understand me or manage me or work with me. So it was just easiest from a law enforcement perspective, which is more like, if I can't understand it, I need to stop it. It was easier for them to say like, that's not happening. That's not real. Blah, 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 blah. Even though I would, I would say things that were spot on. Right. Right. How that helped me when I got older, when I got into my actual gifts, you know, it's really helped me out being in that law enforcement that, um, I, I can really pick up on the, on different sensations with law enforcement, like whether they're a good guy, whether they're a bad guy, whether, you know, what's going on with them. So growing up in that environment really did help me with my gifts later on in life. Oh, that's awesome. And that's such a unique experience too. It, it really is. And I asked my dad one time, I said, why, why did you buy a house with surrounded by graveyards and funeral homes? And his response being, you know, a witty detective, he said, I knew the neighbors would be quiet. So, <laughs> I love that. He didn't understand they weren't quiet for me. <laughs> oh my God. Right? were you when you first started to realize that like things were different for you i remember being a child and knowing something was different with me because i would have experiences um where information was obvious to me about a person or a situation but to others in the room they were just completely oblivious to it wow Wow. And now, did I you didn't feel like the black sheep. Oh, yeah. I like to say I wasn't the black sheep. I was the light sheep. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you were the unicorn. I was the unicorn. And I, you know, growing up as, as a child like that, it, it gave me interesting experiences that I've been able to draw on to help others, to help them not feel so. Um, left out in the cold that's awesome that's really cool that uh that you take that perspective on it what fulfilling work yeah oh completely um so you did your training at the author finlay college of psychic sciences and for those that have never heard of it think of it as the uh, real life hogwarts <laughs> yes um, yes sir. how did that tra- training did that training kind of change your abilities uh if so how how did it change your abilities it You know, it took my abilities uh, from, you know, like, I knew I had these gifts, I knew what they were about, but I didn't quite have a good structure Mm -hmm. to work with them. And they took me as a newbie and they gave me a structure, they gave me a format, they taught me how to learn my mechanics of myself and gave me a system to follow. 
which helps me because I'm a Libra. Give me a plan. I need an Excel spreadsheet. (laughs) And that's, and they are hardcore over there. It is called, you know, it is not called spiritual boot camp because we're over there hugging trees and and catching butterflies. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Um, and it really took, it really took my training to just phenomenal levels. Every time I go there, every time I study with one of the tutors who come over here to the United States, it's just, it's marvelous what I learn and what I walk away from. Wow. That is so cool to have that so kind of So it just really helped you to like develop your gifts even further. It did because I, that's what I teach a lot in, in my book. And also when I'm working with students is everything needs a structure in this world. Everything mm-hmm. from you know, you get out of bed in the morning, you put your feet on the floor, you have certain things that you do. The same way with your intuitive gifts and your mediumship is learn it this way. Get a structure behind it because you need to understand your information that's coming through because you need to be crystal clear on that to communicate that to the person you're delivering a message to. Then take that structure and, you know, go forth. If you want to play with it, if you want to mix it up, go for it. But you always have that structure to follow back on. Love that. It makes a lot of sense. Well, um, when is it that you knew your, your gifts were real and not just coincidence? You know, there's people out there that are, that are like, oh, that's just a coincidence. When did you know that they were actually real and it wasn't just coincidences? You know, in my early 30s, that's okay. when um, that's when I knew, you know, something was drastically happening to me quickly and it happened after I decided to just change my whole life I just wasn't healthy mentally spiritually physically and when I made a huge leap to just leave my old life behind and start something new that's when my gifts came out and that is when I you know said okay this is real and I mean when I say they came out I mean it was I had so much psychic information coming at me. I didn't know what to do with it. Wow. I can't. Wow. That's cool. And luckily, I was able to get in touch with a local woman here in Austin. And it got on the phone with her. And I remember I was just in tears and crying. And, you know, I, I thought I was crazy. I was like, you could just Probably I'm scared. crazy. I was, yeah. I was scared. I was traumatized. I just, I didn't know what to think. And, you know, she calmed me down and she said, oh, darling, you're not crazy. You're just psychic as hell. Now I need you to go to the house. Yeah. <laughs> now, I am so curious. Um, do you work with like the five, what do you call it? Like gifts, senses, like there's clairvoyance, clairsentience, like, like, are you seeing spirits? Are you hearing spirits or is it feeling it? Like, like, tell me, like, is it visions? Like, what is it? I'm so fascinated. It's all of it. Wow. Yeah. It's all of it. So when, uh, anytime, like even when I do intuitive readings or if I'm doing a mediumship style reading, I'm still going to be using, or I'm going to be opening up to use all of my five non-physical senses. I don't really say like, oh, I have to see you or, oh, I better hear you. I just let the information come through 
and then decipher it how it does, whether I feel something about, about your mother or whether I smell her cigarette smoke or whether I see mm. she had a ginormous bouffant she was proud of. <laughs> I, I just, I let it come as it comes. I don't want wow. to wow. it. That's awesome. Just becoming a powerful vessel. Well, how um, how'd you become known as the go-to event psychic medium? It really came about um, un- unexpectedly. I uh, started to just get invited to people's houses to do mediumship demos. And so okay. I, I just started going, okay, this is how much it costs. This is what we can do. And all of a sudden, just my phone just started ringing and ringing and ringing you have to come to my house no you have to come to my party no i have a corporate event i need you here and it just started snowballing and what i really realized is is that i loved that style of work i loved working with larger groups of people that's just my jam that's awesome yeah because you do a lot of those gallery readings i do yeah that's basically in front of, you know, an audience delivering messages from deceased loved ones. Wow, that's such a talent. That's so amazing. What a gift. I love um, it. Well, yeah, it is amazing. So would you say, like, spirits are really all around us all the time? Or do you have to, like, summon them in? Do you, are they around us all the time? And if they are, how do we? how can we communicate with our loved one? Yes, I do believe that spirit spirits are around us all the time are we a hundred percent aware of that no we're not sometimes like you said i'll know when certain loved ones are around Mm -hmm. um i will smell my mom's perfume wow um you know i will see certain animals in a certain number that I know, oh, I just got a hello from heaven. Oh, that's awesome. You know, for instance, I mean, last week I was doing this, I did this uh, celebration of life for a family that I'm close to that lost their daughter. And a couple nights before the event, I had a dream about my father and I woke up and I heard him in my bedroom say hey and like both of my cats turned hmm. wow and then i woke up to found the t-shirt that she had given to me later on that day had fallen off the very very tippy top shelf of my closet where i had it and fell right onto the floor. Wow. Whoa. so you know, go ahead go ahead it's just you know it's it's one thing after another and when we start to tune ourselves into that or we open ourselves up to that they start showing us it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm, I'm experiencing those things. Um, you know what's so interesting, and it's so funny. Like sometimes you know, if if people have you know a reading, they might they might not understand it until you know it happens, right? Things start to happen. Mm-hmm. But you know, one thing that I am forever grateful to you for is, first of all, anyone that knows me knows that I'm a huge, huge animal lover. And I had a pug that was my world. I mean, girl, my world. And I remember you telling me, you were like, 
You know, it wasn't his time just yet, but you were like, um, he's saying suffering's not his thing. You know, you were like, there's a situation. I see you in the vet's office with the, you know, ultimate, you know, decision, right? Mm -hmm. And suffering's not his thing. Girl, it happened like two weeks after that call. And let me just tell you, if I hadn't had that conversation with you, my selfishness would have left that vet clinic, even if he was suffering, you know, which just sounds horrible, but you just want to do anything to keep them alive. But I went through with it because I knew in my heart what you said, you know what I mean? And I did not want him to suffer. Now, my next question is, do you believe that our beloved pets can sometimes choose to either stay on the other side or to come back? Oh, yes. I do believe that our pets can communicate with us that are on the other side as well. Yes. Just like, you know, human souls can, can do that. I believe that animal souls can do that. Like, um, I've even felt, you know, uh, a phantom cat walking around my feet when I've been thinking about a cat that I had when I was really, really younger. Wow. So it's just I do so like they can come back. Yes. Oh, I love it. That's, I, I know that that brings comfort to so many people that are listening. And, you know, I would just say just pay attention because sometimes people can feel their cat on the bottom of their bed or sense them above their head at night. Um, it's wow. just, yeah, it's just kind of like our, our human loved ones in spirit can communicate with us. So can our pets. Jeez. That's amazing. I love it. Love it. Love That's it. awesome. That's so comforting too. Like yeah. like just like uh, Megan just said, because animals are they're our babies. <laughs> they are um, our babies. Well, what advice? Because you know we get different crowds uh, that listen to uh, listen to this podcast. A good amount of them uh, maybe feeling like they might have abil- abilities. What advice do you have for anyone that wants to investigate their abilities? I say do it. I say yeah. you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Yeah. Love it. And Love if that. you're curious, if you're already to the point of curiosity, there's something within you that wants to explore this. Give it that right. option. Give it that space. Yeah, there's a reason why that seed has been planted in you, right? There's a reason. You know, we don't know everything. We don't. Oh, yeah. No, no psychic in the world knows everything or everything. Right. But that's, I always that's awesome. say, yep. you know, start to explore your your intuition, and they can start by you know downloading my book Seven Tips and Tricks to start off from there if they want to. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I love that, and I was just uh, totally curious about this. Uh-huh. Do deceased people do they communicate you communicate with you when you're just like out in public or at the store, or do you have to be in a certain setting? Uh, no, they they do try what I call they try to get my attention. <laughs> wow. Because they're like, oh my God, she can hear me, right? I got to get to her. That's my mom and produce, right? Right. Or whatever it is. And, you know, I'm like, uh, I'm in the middle of grocery shopping. Like, you, you know... <laughs> Like, this might not be the time in the space. So either get her to come up and start a conversation with me or get her to make an appointment with me of some kind. <laughs> I love it. Because I'm usually, you know, I'm I'm doing my human thing. I'm yeah. Now, do you believe that there are angels walking on this earth that are in human form to help us? And if so, do you... 
do they even know that that's that they're on that mission? I do believe that there are people that come to this earth with an extremely pure soul and they stay that way. Wow. And I okay. believe that they are, you know, tuned in, turned on and tapped in more than others. And they understand what you, generosity is, um, humanity, showing people that they care. Now, I do believe that angels can come and incarnate a physical body to complete a task real quick, to help something, to stop something. I believe that. Yeah. Okay. Now, so you talk to the dead. Some people would say um, that this is demonic. What is your response to that? Because I'm sure that you've gotten that your whole life. Fear-based conditioning. It is a lot of fear-based conditioning. And honestly, I mean, any, you know, skeptics are a dime a dozen. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, what I tell them is, is really, it's not my job to make you believe in me as a medium. That's not my job. My job is to deliver messages from people's loved ones. Yep. That's That's my job. And I also tell them too, uh, I trained at the, uh, the Journey Within, and that's a sister school of Arthur Finley here in the United States. And the woman who runs it, her name is Janet Havoc. And she is a former um, Roman Catholic nun turned medium. Oh, wow. People, I trained with her and her, her viewpoint on it was, it's okay to talk to God and it's okay to talk to angels and I can talk to saints and I can talk to Jesus and Mother Mary, but I'm going to hell if I talk to my grandma. Right. Right. (laughs) Well, because people are conditioned to believe that that's, you know, it's deception, that it's not, it's a fallen angel that's, you know, deceiving you. That's the whole, that's where, you know, people that are in that religious atmosphere, that's what they're being told. And that's what they're being told and they're not, you know, they're just not open enough to explore another perception of something. Right, it's like use your own discernment, you know what I mean? And that's, yeah, I tell a lot of people that. I'm just like, you know, uh, the Bible was written and kind of edited heavily. Yep. Right, it's been tampered with. Yep. I always say take what you need and leave the rest. No matter if it's from a religious text or a book or, you know, whatever it is, take what you need and leave the rest, but leave an open mind to people because it, uh, when you open yourself up to a greater love in this life, you start to heal and you start to soften yourself. Yes. Oh. Yes, and, and and through doing like the work, you know, of you know right. people working with people like you, it has only led me to like amazing good things and like Ooh. healing, and that's what that's what kills me the yes. most. It's like, oh my god, like you have no idea. Now I'm super, I'm really really curious what you're going to say this next question. What do you think happens when we cross over? And do you believe that we do have multiple lives? And if so, how long do you think it takes to come back for our next life? Okay, those were big, big questions. <laughs> those were a lot of questions. Those were like, like five. Questions. Yeah. <laughs> so I do believe that when we cross over, 
I do believe that we see the light and we go to the light because think about it. We go through some kind of tunnel coming into this world and then we see a big old bright light. Right. Yep. You know, as so it was in the beginning, so it is in the end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I like to say, even as a medium, even all the work that I've done, I've probably only been able to see a pinhole of things. Sure. Mm. Wow. And I do believe that we do cross over. I believe that we get, you know, reunited with loved ones. I do, I, I know for a fact we get a life review. Mm. Um, wow. I do believe that we come back as souls reincarnated. I do believe that we come back um, with the same souls to work whatever out. Maybe we're in different forms, different relationships. Uh, but I do believe that that you know that is a part of our purpose, and it's it's more to to really love and to know each other. So, do you believe then that like if you're with your you meet your twin flame in this life that that is the same person that would be your twin flame in the next life or could that change i think it's all i i think it's mostly negotiable okay hmm. interesting i be really nice. do believe that i have a firm belief and a knowing that before we come into another incarnation i believe that we do have a little bit of say on you know maybe some of our destiny points or people that we need to meet up with and maybe you do meet a twin flame in this life maybe they were your husband last lifetime and now they're your son okay so it i'm might sure not come that in the same way okay yeah. no that makes sense um i'm sure that you don't have um, as big of a fear of death as most people, I'm assuming, right? No, I do not. Yeah, I think You know, my dad always taught me, he said, Tracy, it ain't the living you gotta, or it ain't the dead you gotta worry about. <laughs> it's no living. <laughs> ain't that the truth, preach. <laughs> so, what are the best ways for our listeners that are listening right now to be able to protect themselves, align themselves, connect themselves, ground themselves. What are the best ways for people to do that? You know, some of the most ways that I tell people is, you know, always keep, just keep it simple, right? Mm -hmm. I say, come up with a morning routine that works for you. Yes. Come up with something that works when you have to use it in the middle of the day. Right. Come up with another routine for for the night. So, for instance, I use a lot of uh, I call in Archangel Michael protection energy every morning around me, and and I have my my you know my affirmations and yes, girl, all of that that kind of protects me. It connects me with God because I also do a lot of meditation in the morning and, and mm-hmm. contemplative work. I like to say, say, I got to check in and get orders from the boss before I start my day. Right. Yes. And oh, that I love- also, yeah, that also grounds me too. So yeah. I get grounded. And then throughout the day, I have, 
you know, some people like tapping, some people like just seeing an affirmation, some people like to splash water on their face. I tell people, whatever's gonna work for you, work it, girl. Work yeah, it. yeah. I'm all about affirmations, all about it. Yeah. I'm telling you, I changed my life with affirmations. Like, they are powerful, yes. big time. Um, what are your thoughts around plant medicine? Do you have any thoughts about plant medicine? I do have a lot of thoughts about plant medicine and I'm all for it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do believe that plant medicine like ayahuasca yes. or mushrooms can be very, very helpful. Now, my caveat to that is if you're going to do that it needs to be in the right situation the right environment the right supportive staff for you oh yeah especially oh, yeah. if you're wanting to do some trauma healing yes, yes. Trip shrooms and think you're gonna go to a party okay? right they're sacred they're they're very it's very sacred medicine to me yes and that's a part of what I believe God gave us, you know, like God gave us intuition, but he also gave us something in the physical world to be able to use to heal ourselves too. And oh my so, gosh, and, yes. You know, right time, right location, right people. So you know, we, I'm we, all for it. I, I've we, done plant medicine and it was, whoa. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> we try not to be too biased on this, uh, podcast but we are very biased about plant medicine so yeah yeah. it it did so much healing that would have taken like 20 years of psychotherapy and um but you were right it was it was a very sacred ceremony yeah there was like an hour spent on protective measures beforehand Mm -hmm. like a straight up hour of all these protective measures you had people on standby there to help like it was such a sacred uh aspect and and so sacred so safe and even with mushrooms, you know, uh, experimenting years ago, it's so different now in our spiritual evolution where it is still a very rare but sacred uh, experience of with a lot of direct intention of either healing or clarity or communication. Like there, there is nothing partying about it. It is a very like kind of intense sometimes, but very uh, sacred experience. So I love that you said that. That is awesome. It is, yeah, and it is sacred that. medicine. Yes. And I love that you mentioned healing ourselves because yes. so people are conditioned. I was for Scott, almost 30 years that like you have to go to a doctor and it's like, oh my God, you know, that's what ayahuasca did for me. It, it helped facilitate mm-hmm. myself and my own healing. And so it's so important for people listening to be able to know that like every one of us has the power to heal ourselves. Like yes. everyone. Everybody does. And I'm a firm believer of meditation over medication. Okay. Ooh. Absolutely. I never heard that, but I love that. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, since you're bringing meditation and affirmations up, you know, what are your thoughts on the law of attraction? Here's my thought on the law of attraction. We're missing out on a quite a few of the other laws that go along with it. Like, well, that was my next That's question. actually the next question. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, what are your thoughts on the law of attraction? And what are the other laws you think are important? I, I appreciate law of attraction but it's just kind of like um, it's a recipe to me right like if you just try to make something with one ingredient it's not going to taste right Hmm. it might get a little skewed 
So, you know, there's other laws like, you know, um, the law of reciprocity, the law of frequency and magnetism. Those all play in with the law of attraction. And what I tell people, if you're going to start to use the laws of the universe, you know, it's it, first and foremost, you know, and I teach this in my book is you got to get a God, a spirit, a universe, a whatever. Yeah. Yep. You got to get in touch with that because you're not going to co-create your reality on your own. Oh, no. well said. Well said. Thank you for that. saying you that, man. Thank you. That's the big issue. Like, I truly think right. that's the big issue. We are co-creating. Right? We are yes. co-creating our reality. Nice. I love Every that. minute. And I, I say study the other laws that go in that go into the law of attraction. I think law mm-hmm. of attraction, it, it's just a very popular term. It's a brand. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a brand. Right. That's basically what it is. Right. Right. Well, girl, I can't wait to to get your book. I'm super stoked, and um, I cannot 100%. wait. One hundred percent, we are both getting it. Yeah, I can't awesome. wait. Everyone listening should be getting this book. One hundred percent. We will yes. definitely be publishing the uh, pre order link when we publish this podcast. This has been incredible. Oh um, my god, this has us- been awesome. You guys are going to have to have me back on or something because we could just go on for hours. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. We will definitely do a part two of this, one hundred percent. So before we cut off, there's two things we we'll always ask. So one, how can people get in touch? We're going to uh, publish the pre-order link. But other than that, do you do any virtual services? And how? Because a lot of our uh, viewers, they're kind of all over the country. We do have a good amount in Austin, but there's a lot all around the country, like in our group. So do you do any virtual services? And how can people get in contact with you? Yes, I do virtual services. I utilize Zoom for a lot of video conferencing. Um, I have clients all over the world. So I utilize that a lot for my virtual platform. And if you want to get in contact with me, the best way to do it is pick up your mobile phone right now and go to www.tracystcroix, and that's Croix, C-R-O-I, 360.com. Now that is going to be the mothership to be able to contact me, to schedule with me, to see my next events, and to register to be the first to get my new ebook. Yes. Do and that. And it's Tracy with a Y, not E Y, correct? Correct. T R A C Y S T C R O I 360.com. And, you know, we wouldn't bring anyone on that we didn't recommend. But with this specific case, Megan has specifically seen her. She is amazing. Tracy is insanely talented. We both could not recommend her enough. I definitely write in. If there's anything calling to you right now, do it. Go to her site, book with her. And we're going to put a link, like I said, to get her ebook. It'll continue you on the right path. So uh, we couldn't recommend her enough. Thank you so much, Tracy. The last question we always ask. What if you could leave the world with one message, what would it be? Trust your intuition. Love that. Yeah, 100%. I love that. That is simple and powerful. Yeah. Because we all have it. Yes. And we all have and it. if you're not tapped into it, you know, things like reading your book are gonna help you to be able to develop it and know what you need to do to really awaken that part of you. Love it. That's it. Yes, it is. And, you know, there's lots of 
juicy freebies in the book and lots of invites to get onto some of my Facebook groups where we talk intuition and inspiration and how to run a business. That's awesome. So get the book and get the invite. You guys heard it. You guys heard it yourself. You're on this path. Get the book. It'll be published with this. Awesome. Thanks again so much, Tracy, for your time. We will definitely be doing a part two. Yes, I hope to see you soon. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Let's get some. We can meet up and get some kava. That's another plant medicine we haven't talked Ooh. about. Girl, I'm down. You just let me know when and where. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a great day and thank you for having me. Oh, thanks too. for being Happy here. Happy healing. Okay. Bye bye.